When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is James the Gravebound, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosme. Right out of Oklahoma City today, I'm hanging out with Johnny and James from the band Greybound. Hey, dude. Glad to be here. How's it going, man? Yeah, glad to be here. It is going fantastic. So you guys are another great band from Virginia, dude. The fucking Virginia has all the best bands. All of them. Dude, thanks so much. Yeah, we uh, we got a lot of good friends over here, a lot of good uh, neighboring bands, and we, we we're really glad to hear that uh, the music is getting out there. Yeah, so you guys have been around for for some time, and you've had had some recent change ups in the group, right? Yep, so, we um, had a vocal lineup change, and then it kind of shuffled a few members around and got a few members back. So yeah, it's been a little bit of a ride in twenty twenty. <laughs> it's been a little bit of a ride for everybody in twenty in twenty twenty. Uh, I want to, Johnny, uh, you're the drummer for the band, right? Correct. Okay. I think it's so funny. I was talking today to somebody. It's always the drummer who sets up the podcast interviews. Like 99% of the time. Do you have, uh, do you, do you have a reason why that might be? I do. I mean, if I want to be completely honest, uh, most of the other guys, like the members of the band are super busy. So James writes, Pretty much all of our music, Kyle really helps him with that. Joe does a lot of our video editing, so I do more of the social media, reaching out to people, networking, and setting up like interviews, music videos, podcasts, and all that kind of stuff. So they had to give me something to do. <laughs> I, I can keep my job. I, really, really, the dr- I, I'm a drummer, right? And so, and okay. I and I do a podcast, and I'm like super like go getter, try trying to get bands booked, things like that. And if I when I when I was in a band, I was the guy that was like getting us the shows, getting us. We didn't do interviews because we sucked, but and there wasn't podcasts back then. But but if there, if there was, that would have been my job. I just think that drummers, because we're just used to like I look at like a drum set like a network, right? 
Right. And so it's almost like you're networking, like you're getting yourself out there. It's almost like out. If you can visualize it as a, I don't know, maybe that's a stupid uh, comparison. <laughs> I, I think well, I could definitely agree with that because I'm, I'm probably the most outgoing one as far as in the band. And I, I love talking to people. So that's probably the easiest member of the band to do it. Someone that likes to go crazy, don't care what they think of them when they're playing live, sticking my tongue out, whipping my hair around. So why not just reach out to someone and try to get a show or a podcast? You and all your hair. I hate you guys. Both of you guys. I have no hair. What were you going to say, James, earlier? I was just going to say Johnny is the extroverted person in the band. So he's definitely that outgoing guy, like he stated, that you know reaches out to people and networks easily with people. So Kyle and I are kind of keep to ourselves, and Joe is a little bit in between. So that's why Johnny is really good at doing stuff like this. So Johnny's awesome. The rest of the band's a dick. Just kidding. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. What do you? So obviously, you guys haven't been really playing shows. Have you guys done any of those live, like Facebook concerts that people are doing? No, we thought about it. It's just honestly, it's a lot of work to set up and really do it right. You know, there's just the atmosphere, the audio feed, and just you know, you got to also not suck too, right? But yeah, yeah, just, there's a lot to it. It's kind of like, is it really going to be? Um, the biggest bang for our buck and we're trying to focus on creating music and, and things that people want to see from us because it, it's really just a huge lift and we might have like five people show up to something like that and it's like you know was it really worth it it was cool and we can do it again but you know we would rather focus our efforts on other things when we have the time that's what I was going to say I agree with you because I hear a lot of well there's a lot of crappy bands that do it but then there's a lot of really good bands that do it and some that I, I really enjoy and I'll go on and I'll watch it, you know, but I'm also doing other things while I'm watching it. And there's always, like, the band can have, you know, 20,000 fans. And there's, like, six people at any given time yeah. wa- watching. It's because it's not like, it's a, I don't know. If you're not it's super not the famous, there's not the same. Yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, if you're not super famous and you don't have an audience pull for it, or if you don't have a way to, like, you know, blast yourself in front of a bunch of people to market, like, a show like that... And even then, they're going to be like, who is this? People people want to be doing other things when they're on their phone. They're on their phone because they're just taking a five-minute break. They're not trying to watch a show. And if they're at their computer, then then maybe you'll have someone that will stick around and watch it or whatnot. But it's just – it's not as engaging as a real show, and it just never will be. For sure. So tell me a little bit about Gravebound. Give us some history about the band, about your sound, which you guys have a, a, a unique sound for being a metalcore band. Give us a little bit of backstory. Johnny, you want to take that one? No, I'll give it to you. Uh, you're the one that wrote everything, starting from Phobia, going to Failure by Design. I mean, I'll let you take that one. Well, I mean, so we were known as a band um, called Heard by Eyes. Uh, so a terrible name, but we, we kept it <laughs> for like, and um, obviously not all the members are still the same. And we released an EP there, um, and then we were writing Phobia, which is our, our last EP with Gravebound. And we decided to engage Jesse Barton for our management, which is pinup management. Um, and with that, he brought in a lot of new ideas, such as rebranding, um, which was a great idea. It just was a lot to do. And so we rebranded <laughs> to Gravebound. Um, that is, I, I do like that name, Gravebound. That's a cool name. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. We took a that was a that was a couple of days of going back and forth and arguing because man, trying to get four or five people to agree on something is difficult. That's why I do but, a podcast, and it's just me. <laughs> I tell myself what I want to do, but go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, so like 
we ended up releasing Phobia last, uh, was it last year? Well, technically two years now, 2019. Um, we had a good reaction from it. That was with our old singer. Um, and then come, I think, you know, January through like May, we were working on new content for Gravebound and things were not working out well with our vocalist. And we decided to part ways with him. And we ended up moving Kyle Richards, our guitarist, or our other guitarist, um, to vocal. <clears throat> and uh, we ended up inviting one of our longtime friends back. Um, we used to be in a band with him as well, Johnny and I, uh, way back in like seven years ago. And he's playing bass now. So we have four members, Johnny on drums, myself on guitar, Kyle on vocals, and then our, our friend Joe on bass. I think uh, four people in a band probably is a little bit easier to deal with than five. Oh, yeah. Are you guys all super close with each other? Like, you guys grow up as friends and, and whatnot? We grew up, um, well, Johnny and I have been in a band together for a long time, and we've all known of each other for probably, like, eight, nine years. But we're, I wouldn't say we're, like, you know, attached at the hip, right? We weren't, like, you know, babies and, like, best friends and always hanging out. Like we all have our differing personalities and our different things that we like to do. So we're still all good friends, but I wouldn't say, like, you know, we're inseparable. You're not like, you're not sword fighting and crossing streams every day, right? Exactly. <laughs> Johnny, how do you say your last name? Uh, well, that's actually my middle name. Oh, that's so your middle name. Okay. And, and that's Osier. Oh, because oh, earlier I was like, Ozier. I was like, I know that's wrong. <laughs> and, then, yeah, n- <laughs> and then I was reading it as Ozier, like it was French. Oh, Johnny Ozier. Wee wee. It's Osier, and it's from Denmark, so I, I don't know cool. anything else about it. I was just named after my dad. So <laughs> Awesome, man. Uh, failure by Design. How long ago did you guys write this? And this song's already, already available to purchase, right? And to, or to download and all that good stuff. Yep, right. When did that come out? Oh, man. That was September, end of September. I don't know the specific date, but yeah, end of September is when okay. that came out. I mean, just end, just end of summer is fine. <laughs> the specific yeah. time, like what minute did it come out? Ten oh two a.m. Midnight, midnight, <laughs> September something. <laughs> okay, let's play "Failure by Design" right now. <laughs>
Dude, that song is sick. <clears throat> did you guys did you guys have that same exact sound with your other singer? No. No, our other singer it was more it was definitely more old school metalcore. It, it was heavier and it was more riffage. I mean, there's a little bit here, but yeah, it didn't have the same structure and like the same maturity, I'd say. It was a bit a bit dated. I love I love that song, dude. Tell your singer that shit is dope. <laughs> You're talking about the guy from NSYNC, right? The guy, the guy the, yeah, 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 the, yeah. yeah the, the pretty boy in the band. <laughs> yeah, we'll let him know right when we get off of here. We, we might as well talk about it now since you brought it up. While the song was playing, I, I was asking uh, Johnny and James, I was like, that's your music video you guys have out now, right? They're like, yeah. And I, I, the interesting thing about that is your singer looks like does not look like I don't think he looks like he'd be like in a hard band, but fuck, dude, that's so good, and that and that's a compliment that he's a pretty boy. The yeah. funniest thing though is he listens to heavier stuff than like James and I do. <laughs> really? I, you, yeah. Never, yeah. you never know. You never know. You never know, dude. I had a rough night last night. I'll tell you guys that right now. <laughs> I had a rough night last night. So I'm trying right. to I'm trying to cure it with a little bit of peanut butter whiskey. Oh, you okay. had one of those nights. Yeah, I don't okay. know. yeah. Well, we started we started playing Monopoly, and then it turned into like uh, I just got hammered, <laughs> and then I was like, I quit playing Monopoly. We were two hours in, and like the game was like tied. Like, you ever play Monopoly? Like, when was the last time you guys played Monopoly? When's the last time anybody's ever won in Monopoly, though? Nobody ever plays the whole game, I don't think. <laughs> I bet my wife was my wife and I were drinking, and we were, like, stealing each other's money. And we were like, I was like, you know what? I'm done. 
I've got to play with this for two two hours. You uh, keep stepping on boardwalk and you screw up, have to pay all your money and you're in debt. I kept on going. I kept on going to jail. <laughs> it sucked, man. And then when you're it was in, definitely one of those nights. Then when you're in jail and someone lands on your property, they don't have to pay you rent because you're in jail. Right. And that's what <laughs> you didn't make anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, dude. What, dude? Have you guys ever played in Oklahoma? Have you guys been here? No, no actually, no, we haven't. You guys ever played outside of uh, were you guys in Virginia? Unfortunately, no. No? Yeah, I think, I think we no, gone, not yet. Yeah, we've gone pretty far north, but never outside of Virginia. We obviously had some shows planned in 2020, but yeah. know, that didn't happen as planned. <laughs> right. So you guys have got to get out of Virginia and spread your music. I, I think I think you guys have, like, seriously, I think you guys have the potential to, like, straight up blow up, dude. Like, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We appreciate that. So, what are you? What are your plans for twenty twenty one? So, right now, we're uh, obviously while things are still kind of um, picking back up in terms of like the economy and whatnot, and shows are still kind of not really at the top of everybody's mind. We've been trying to just be consistent with releasing music. So, we have we're trying to release a song essentially every month, whether it be a cover, whether it be an original. Uh, whatever it may be. We have like four songs lined up for just the start of the year. Uh, but we want to, when possible, start you know playing shows again. We have a couple festivals lined up. Um, two specifically that okay. we're playing um, later in the year. Um, hopefully that nothing happens to those. And then when you know we're kind of permitted to start playing shows again, we want to really you know, get a couple weekends in, start off slow, and, and build that and start branching outside Virginia. Um, yeah. That's kind of the plan. Yeah, if you guys hit the road, I think you'll get. I mean, you guys are, like you guys already have. A, I'm sure a, a pretty decent following, but that's going to grow when you guys can get out there. And even for me as a podcaster, I want to start going to concerts because I want to set up like a little march table, and that's how you get your name out there is traveling around. Yeah, you sure. make more meaningful connections with people when it's in person and when they've been to your show and they've seen you, and you can talk to them face to face. You know, online you can throw ads at them all day, and you can talk to them through like a screen but it's just not the same type of connection that people want and you're gonna make those diehard fans at these shows for sure so. um, when you guys make your music video um johnny as a drummer was it hard is it harder for the drummer to be in a music video than any other person in the band and like with the singer has it the easiest right but the drumming right. is that hard yeah so man i i can it's hard to even explain this man you were literally playing the song, I'd say, about 50 times. Oh, because they've got to get everybody in the band. They've got to get James. So guess who's behind James when we're playing? Me. we got to get Kyle. When Kyle's got to do his, who's behind Kyle? Joe, same thing. And then when I have my own shots, he's got to get side angles. He's got to get other angles. I mean, you have to literally play that song nonstop. And if you didn't know how to play the song then, you better know it by the end of the music video. <laughs> you learned it. I always found it hard as a drummer when I went to the studio. It was hard for me to actually play my own songs in the studio because I, I guess I just, my timing was off. Like when you're playing to right. a clicker, I think for guitars, singers, bass players, it's easier. But for a drummer... I, I don't know if you struggled with that, man, but that's one. And I don't know if it was the same, what same like problem maybe in a music video. No, uh, I'm I've been playing on a click for twelve years now. I guess I could say ten to twelve years. Uh, luckily, James is really uh, computer savvy, so he 
even eight years ago, nine years ago, when bands weren't really using clicks, at least at our size, uh, James always had that available, which taught me how to play on it and stuff like that. So the click has never been an issue for me. So you're, so. Just, you're just saying I suck. No, I'm not. I mean, <laughs> click, it, click is very hard to play if you've yeah. never used it before. Especially, Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> no, I, I can't do practice suck. without it now. Really? Uh, That's awesome, man. Yeah. I wish I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could do that. That'd yeah, be, just practice with it, man. I'm telling you, time is everything. I don't even have time anymore, man. I, you know, I'd rather be a podcaster than be in a band. One hundred percent, all day long, brother. Because it's like I get to, I get to be in bands, not really in the band, but it's like I get to kind of like right. be with the band at least. So, right when you sure. guys, when you guys do come to Oklahoma, let me know, man, because I, I want to go to that concert. Well, if you can kind of give us some uh, names of venues, I'll definitely work something up over there. One place... Once it's safe to. Yeah, there's one place I'll say it on the podcast. is a place called The Blue Note. They play a lot of right. rock bands and stuff. It's kind of a small venue, but they get a lot of bands come... They get a lot of bigger bands that go in this little bar and play. And I think they're still having venues. That, like They're still doing concerts now, I think. Okay. Yeah, we, obviously we're going to wait until, you know, it's safe yeah, to I'm not play going to... shows again. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, dude, I'm telling you, send me the names. I'm going to keep them, and we'll okay. definitely play over there. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, later. I'm not going to any concerts myself, man. I'm like, nah, I'm just going gonna, gonna to wait. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna yeah, say, for sure. I'm going to see how spring plays out. And uh, and I, uh, I already thought I, thought I had COVID, but I didn't go get tested because I didn't really feel like it. Because I don't want to thing up my nose, man. Like, screw that, dude. Yeah, well, it doesn't really go up like you're like it's not as bad as it used to be where they used to stick it and touch your brain, but yeah. now it's just like barely into your nose cavity now. So oh, I should watch well, it. Called you like about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, probably. Advice. I've had so many of them <laughs> now. So your new song that comes out February what day? Twenty second. Yeah, uh, January twenty second. Uh, not February. I meant January twenty second. I know you were testing me. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tonic, right? Right. So what's this song about? Basically COVID. <laughs> yeah, Kyle wrote the the lyrics, so I don't want to like botch like the meaning of the song, but it's basically about being frustrated with being stuck at home and COVID and the whole scenario there. So that that's what this one's about. You when when you see the music video, it'll be more apparent, you know, because there's like needles and stuff in there and like doctor scenes. But um, that's essentially what this one means. That sounds like a cool video to shoot. Uh, is the music video and the song both dropping on the twenty second? Yep. Yes. Nice, man. I'm excited to hear it. I, I haven't. I know I have it, but I haven't heard it yet. We're gonna play it right now, and these are the only two songs we're playing from your band since these are the two songs you have with this current lineup. So let's play Tonic right now, and then we'll get back to some questions before we leave. You say that it's killing me 
Dude, that song is so sick. Is that like, I love how you guys, when you guys, like, the, the pauses and the breaks and then the blah, like, the, the drop, man. Like, that's like the kind of shit that gets me like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, that I do when I write a lot of like the structure for a music. It's always having some type of like roller coaster feel to it. So I want to change the feel when the new part comes in, or at least make it not the same. So like you're getting that roller coaster vibe, and you're getting that energetic feel from the song. Who produced that? Uh, so and when you mean produced, you mean like mix and master? Or do you mean like yeah? Obviously, there's like mix and mastered it. Yeah, so we work with Kyle Odell. Um, he's a, a producer and uh, engineer in Tennessee. Um, we went out to his place and recorded three songs. And so that's the first one that we did with him. That is awesome. Um, is that a keyboard or like some, was that produced into the track or is that an actual instrument? The, the background music. Yeah. The the background. So yeah, all the, most of the effects I'd say like 90% of the, what you're hearing was, was written by myself and, and Kyle. Um, so like different pianos, orchestra, whatever keys, um, different synth sounds or whatever um, that was added on top of you know whatever else was so just another layer to the music that is so so when you guys go live then I guess maybe some of that sound won't be in there no it'll be there we since, since Johnny plays with the uh, you know the click track we'll just synchronize it and oh, so cool. that'll play with you know with us and so that we won't have like a pianist or something or like a synth guy we'll just have it on the back track what is your most embarrassing moment? On stage. Do you want me to go first or you go? Yeah, you can go first. I got to think about it. So <clears throat> I, I guess it's pretty embarrassing, but um, so obviously you, you're a drummer, right? Uh-huh. So you know how we tear down and all that kind of stuff. So I tore down from my house. I had to take my pedals apart. You know, I put my pedals back together. And this was our December show. We played with Secrets. So it was an ugly sweater uh, show we had. Uh, my kick pedals, you know, the double kick pedals. Uh-huh. I didn't tighten my uh, left beater all the way. Oh. So literally, uh, Phobia was the first song we play. Literally, right when he kicks in with a double kick, it falls off. Oh. So I'm literally playing with one foot pedal. So I'm using the heel-toe method with my right foot to try to make it sound like I'm doing double bass because I could not hit with my left kick because it fell off of my pedal. Oh. So other drummers that were there, they were ones – that actually noticed like me missing some stuff because they were like, what the heck is wrong with his drums? <laughs> and I had one of them come around to look at me and they saw, they were like, Oh my God, right. what's going on? So yeah. And then we, I had to still play erase me cause I couldn't get a hold of James. I couldn't get him to turn around and look at me. And there's literally from phobia to race me. It's like a five second break. Right. And you want to like pause real turn quick. Around. So that's our fastest song. I think that's at a hundred and one, 155 BPM. So that's a very like, drum demanding song yeah so i'm playing single foot pedal with a lot of double kick that's needed in that song and i'm just like oh my god what is going on so finally we get to the third song which was uh honestly i don't remember the name of the song i'm pretty bad with song names (laughs) uh, (laughs) we have a big synth break so luckily i was able to fix it and then yeah the last four songs uh went smooth (laughs) did you guys do you guys have a rule now after every song everyone look at each other (laughs) <laughs> make no. sure nothing's wrong. You think we would, right? But no, we still don't have like any rule. Like, uh, make sure we're good to go. Because I mean, what happens is I just hit space on the laptop and just start the set, and I don't ever turn around. Or I don't need to do anything. Right. So we kind of got it to a point where everything's automated. I don't typically have to like, all right, 
starting now. You know, there's no like synchronization that needs to happen after we start the set. So, but yeah, we probably should start doing something like that in case Johnny breaks something again. <laughs> what about you, James? Any, any 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 crazy thing on on stage that you're like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. Uh, well, shit, I feel like I should have gone first. I don't want to give you some story like, oh, I broke a string, because every guitarist has broke a string on stage, right? Right. And I, and so, I mean, I had one of those where I had to just start doing vocals, which was kind of embarrassing, because I've never done that before. But I honestly, I don't think I had many embarrassing moments. Like, my singer slapped me one time in another band. That was kind of, that was kind of interesting. I was like, I didn't know how to react. Um, and then, you know, I've forgotten gear before to, and like got on stage and I was like, oh shit, I need this. And like, pant, you know, frantically needing something like a, a guitar head or, you know, a guitar cable, but nothing, you know, like where I've fallen or, you know, like shat myself on stage or something. You know, there's nothing like that that's happened, fortunately. <laughs> I have, there's bands that that has happened to. Yeah, luckily <laughs> enough, that's not been me. <laughs> Dude, you know, and I'm trying to think of when I played, if I had any embarrassing moments on stage. I don't think I ever did. Maybe I, like, would try too hard as a drummer. You know, sometimes drummers, like, they get all into, like, they're super hardcore. I think I did yeah. some of that when I first started doing concerts. You know, like, the rest of the band's just standing there, and I'm, like, waving my arms everywhere and doing that kind of thing. But you gotta have That's not embarrassing. That's, <laughs> dude, you gotta put on the show. That's I know, good. right? I But one time, I actually got bit by uh, Ron Recluse, and I didn't know that. And I actually have a spiderweb tattoo on my elbow, and I got bit on my elbow, uh, like, the night before the concert, and I didn't know it, so I played the concert, halfway through the show, I'm like, what's wrong with my arm? Like, my arm started getting real stiff and numb, and it was weird, and it started, like, getting, like, big, so I went to the hospital, or the doctor's, like, the next day, I wait till the next day, because I was, like, 21 and didn't give a shit. The doctor <laughs> goes, you got bit by a brown recluse, you should not have played the drums last night, because what it did was, it spread the poison throughout my bloodstream. Yeah. So your whole body was blown up. <laughs> well, my whole arm was like super blown up, and it was like so gross looking. I would like squeeze like my arm and like pus. Like it was so gross. Ew. Uh, but I, I, when I was twenty one, I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, check this out. Doctors like don't more stories. Don't do that again. I was like, fine, I won't. <laughs> any bands? Any bands that you played with um, that you want to give some shout outs to? Yeah, for sure. We have uh, you know set for tomorrow. One of our brother bands, obviously seasons. Uh, we have a long history with them. Great guys, great musicians. Yeah, they've been uh, on the podcast. Tired Violence. Uh-huh. We've got Tired Violence, who's been, he's a single artist named Tyler. He's been blowing it up on TikTok and just doing a lot of covers. Nice. And then a band that we've played with a lot, that we haven't played with recently, obviously due to COVID, with Travelers. They're out of Virginia Beach. Those are really cool guys. Uh, James, do you have anybody that you can think of? I think I've, there's yeah, so many. Uh, there's so many other ones that we could definitely name, uh, but... All the good bands, every good band in Virginia, everyone, every single, so many sick bands in Virginia, including you guys. Yeah, for sure. I've had seasons on the, on the podcast. Uh, I mean, what is it with Virginia, man? And like, seriously, I'm about to get you guys off here, uh, off the podcast, but what is it with Virginia? What kind of Kool-Aid are you guys drinking over there? Because everyone that's in a band... Sounds good. I haven't heard one shitty band yet. You, you just got a lot of great musicians, like yeah, here, like say, a ton of great musicians. Like I mean, and I, another one I didn't mention was Revenant. They are out of Virginia Beach too. Fantastic. But uh, I mean, there's so many great musicians. It was like Set for Tomorrow, Seasons, Tired Violence, Travelers, Revenant. I mean, they're all top level bands where they're just blowing up online. They 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 have killer shows. It's just I think everybody's coming to me there. 
Yeah, because yeah, there's a sure. large amount of talent, I think, you know, everybody's like, oh, shit, Revenant just dropped a new song. Like, oh, man, I want to write a song like that. Like, that's <laughs> sick. Like, so everybody's trying to, like, one-up each other with their music, and, like, you know, we're just pushing each other to keep coming out with better and better content. I think that's really fueling the scene here. Fr- friendly competition, you guys help each other out by doing that as well. Especially uh, with the amount of talent. I mean, when you guys, I'm pretty sure once you guys start playing concerts again, you're going to play with a bunch of bands all around. Like, Seasons, you'll probably play with Seasons, you know, and, and some of those other bands out there. Oh, for sure. We all work. We all work together. I mean, I just shot a couple music videos with Seasons, helped them out since they didn't have a drummer. And you oh, know, cool. we pl- we had a we had a tour set up with Set for Tomorrow before COVID hit. Um, we played many shows with Travelers and Revenant. I mean, it's just. I mean, all these bands are really you know part of what makes us what we are too. I think if so, I moved to Virginia, that'd be the only way I'd ever start a band again. Is I'd move to Virginia, <laughs> I'd be like, then I would do it. And there's a lot of great musicians here in Oklahoma, but. I really don't have time for it. But if I but if I was come be a, a co drummer with me. Yeah, yeah. I'll just let's just hey hey James, let's just kick him out of the band. Hey, I'm in a new band, guys. Hey, is that <laughs> it's an yeah, announcement podcast? The new drummer. How <laughs> <laughs> with the old and with the new? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I am super excited to see what the future holds for you guys. Very very great band, great dudes, good musicians. From an awesome state of Virginia, which has a bunch of talent. I want to thank you guys for joining me on this podcast, sharing your music on our platform. I really appreciate it. And I want to thank everyone who listens to this podcast. Thanks for being on the podcast. Any final thoughts from you guys? Oh, thank you for having us on here. We really appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. And we will talk to everybody later. Bye. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.